This is your host, Amy Orsno, and welcome to the Transmit Safety Podcast, a podcast that will help you achieve a holistic approach to workplace health and safety with practical solutions introducing new or alternative ways of approach to put that value of safety into action. So fill up that workplace-approved beverage of your choice and tune in to today's episode. The alarm clock goes off. Another day has officially started. You get up, go about your morning hygiene routine, you start that coffee machine, drink a glass of water, and maybe even let your dog out for their morning business. Hopefully by this time you've managed to avoid looking at your work email. And in the ideal morning scenario, you have your day planned out for you. You are looking forward to getting into the office and tackling that to-do list. On the way to the office, you have a missed call and two text messages. But, you know, you decide that you're going to be that role model when it comes to distracted driving and wait until you get to the office to respond. And sure, you're going to add an extra seven, eight minutes to that arrival time by pulling into your local coffee shop for your favorite Americano. But you know what? That's okay. You deserve that coffee today. You pull into the parking lot. You're content. You're happy. You turn down the radio. You put your vehicle in park. And you're confident that you're going to have control over your day. And then you look at the phone. That missed call, they left a voice message. And it's from the night shift supervisor. Those missed texts that you have, one is from the service manager with an ominous, find me when you get to the office, it's important. The other is from the client's HSE rep confirming that you can send in the report at 10 a.m. today rather than the normal 4 p.m. Your planned, controlled, confident morning is now in chaos. And in fact, you didn't even have control over that chaos. Other people have taken over your to-do. So what do you do? For me, It would be tempting to put that car back into drive, pull out of the parking lot and say, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, not today. (laughs) But in reality, as a health and safety person within your organization, there are times when you are responding to other people's requests, other people's urgent to-dos, and other people's definition of what is important that needs to get done. Let's pause here and acknowledge an important fact. You are only one person. You can only do so many tasks within a day. So how do you decide what takes priority? Who can override your decision of what needs to get done? Who has that level of authority? I really have enjoyed Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People because in this book, they break it down into a times management matrix. This time management matrix has four quadrants. The first quadrant, urgent. Second quadrant, not urgent. 
third quadrant, important. And the last quadrant, not important. The reality is not everything is urgent. Not everything is important. I'm going to say that again. Not everything is urgent and not everything is important. Regardless of who is on the other end of that request, something has to give. But what gives? You, your lunchtime, your breaks. Now you're working late into the evening. Now you're showing up early in the morning. That filing box gets fuller and fuller. Those unanswered emails in your inbox get more and more. So how do you decide on what to balance and how to manage that? Here is something that I've learned along my professional journey. I do use Stephen Covey's time management quadrant. I track these four quadrants. Importance, as Covey described, is about results. But here's where it's connected. It's important when it contributes to your mission, to your values, to your priority goals. Maybe your goals individually, departmentally, company-wise. And that can be something that you're deciding as you're navigating the level of importance that it is. So is getting that report in at 10 a.m. instead of 4 p.m. a priority goal for you that day? Could be, depending on how important that client is. But let's be fair. Is that updated request because the client's health and safety person wants to deck out early? And so they're asking for the report to get in early so that they can leave early? That level of urgency can be mitigated by a phone call. I had it on my calendar to submit at 4 p.m. I've planned my day to submit it by 4 p.m. And I cannot meet this new deadline. And let's read between the lines here. If you are asking to get me something to do at 8 o'clock to get it done early, uh, that's unrealistic. So what is the actual need for this to get in early? Most importantly, having that conversation about will this new deadline, will this new timeline be expected moving forward? So is this 10 a.m. now that new time criteria? I can plan for that. But because I wasn't given proper notice, it's going to take me a little bit of time. And depending on what you have on your to-do list, you might say I can try to get it to you by two, but four is what I had a plan to do. And I'm unable to move on that. Again, does that person have the authority to change the level of urgency or the level of importance of that to do? It's a question you can ask. You might need to talk to the supervisor, talk to the client. How important is that relationship with that health and safety person? But also take a look at what else is on your time management quadrant in that urgent and important section. So that night shift supervisor, maybe they had a question about a follow-up from the incident investigation. Maybe they had an incident and they want to talk to you about the incident investigation process. Maybe they were just calling to say good morning because they haven't seen you in a while and they wanted to touch in. Again, Sometimes that voice message isn't as important as you think it is, or answering that phone call right when the phone rings isn't as urgent 
as you might think it is or as you might want it is. So what is urgency? So if important links into our missions, our values, our priority goals, well, what is urgent? Covey talks about urgency in terms of now, that something is acting on us in that moment, that something is insisting on us. And here's the thing. What we think is urgent might not be important. That phone call ringing, is it really important to stop what you're doing and answer your phone? That ding of the email coming into your inbox, is it as important as what you're already doing? We have you trained yourself to respond to certain dings, dings, rings, bings on our mobile device that doesn't necessarily impact urgency. And again, what somebody else is talking about urgent might not be what you have on your to-do as urgent. So you need to decide on what is urgent. You need to decide on what is important or on the other side, what's not urgent, what's not important. Don't get me wrong. You do need to do the things that are being asked of you. You can't just flat out say no. But it's okay to say not today. It's okay to say not right now. It's okay to say maybe I'm going to redirect this task to somebody else who has the same skill set as I. If you are constantly being bombarded with urgent and important tasks, where do you go to unwind? Where do you go to de-stress in your day? When does the filing get done? Here's my technique. I use the urgent and important classifications. And I only allow four, at the max, tasks to hit my urgent and important quadrant. If someone wants to influence a task, my response, here's what I'm currently working on. Which one would you like me to deprioritize for you? This can be pretty powerful. Not only because it forces them to really think about how they're classing their urgent important request, but it also connects into who those other tasks that you're working on are accountable to. So can a project manager tell you to declassify something that the CEO has asked you to work on? Can a worker come and ask you for your time when you're having a deadline for an important client report? This allows you to navigate the conversations in a little bit more of an intentional manner, thinking about who am I accountable for for the task, but also is it really as urgent as you think it is? No, I can't do that today. I can get it done to you by tomorrow at two. Would that work for you? And 90% of the time when I suggest an alternative deadline to somebody, It's, yeah, you know what? That could work for me. And when you consistently hold the line on being accountable to your to-do list, to your urgency requirements, to your important quadrant, it also sets the expectations for those working with you that you're going to need notice when things are due. It creates an opportunity for you to reinforce what you're working on what you have on your plate, and it opens up the discussion of something's got to give. Keeping track of what is being requested 
who was requesting it, and the urgency, the importance, or lack thereof will help you keep your head above water and hopefully avoid the need to come in early, to work through your lunch, to not take any breaks, or to stay late to accommodate all of the things that had piled up on your to-do list. Never forget a very important thing. You are important. You are important. Keep track of your time, track the task requests, and prioritize based on your definition of urgency and important. Say it with me. I am only one person and can only do so many things in a day, and that's okay. So say this with me. Are you ready? Here we go. I am only one person and can only do so many things in a day, and that's okay. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please feel free to share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're currently listening to.